Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Trifecta Transformation. If you are really ready to see different results, you have to do something different. Our invite-only exclusive program is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Think of it as nutrition and life coaching thrown together with unwavering targeted support, personalized programming, and a way to finally organize, well, your entire life. Because if we can't do something forever, we shouldn't be doing it now. So we have to teach you how to show up differently for yourself in ways you likely haven't ever done before. We don't tell you what to eat. We teach you how to fuel your body in the way that it needs. We don't tell you what to do. We show you, coach you, and support you to make sure it works for your life, your schedule, for your goals. But teaching you how to eat isn't enough because we know it's our thoughts and our beliefs that dictate our actions. If you don't take this journey of self-awareness with us, you won't recognize your triggers and your mindsets that might be holding you back. The relationship you have with your body, with food, and with your value all stem from your beliefs and what you tell yourself. If we don't support you in that part of your journey, knowing how to eat will never be enough to make lasting change. And let's face it, life is crazy and we can't always control our circumstances. Busy women tend to put themselves last when the chaos ensues and we end up back where we started, frustrated, defeated, and tired. While you may be feeling motivated at one point, experience reminds us that motivation doesn't last and eventually we just give up when things get too hard. That's why with our trifecta transformation, we will teach you how to keep going even when the motivation weans. And we do that really well. We have a saying around here, you can't always control your circumstances, but you can control your response. And we show you how to do just that. Our success rate is high and that's because what we teach is right. It's simple and it's transformational. But it's also because we only invite those who we believe are truly committed and ready to make the change. So if you are interested, go to our website at disruptivenutrition.com and book a free call with a coach today to see if this approach is a good fit for you. Hey everyone, Carrie here, and we are ready today to get real. So if you are ready and you are listening or watching us live because we record our episodes for our podcast as we're doing it live in our Diet Disruptors squad, we're also streaming live to our YouTube channel, which is Disruptive Nutrition, as well as our Facebook page. So if you are ready 
and you are live with us, type in the word real. Because in real, not like the reels from, you know, the TikTok reels or the Instagram reels, like R-E-A-L. Because some stuff got real for me over the last couple of weeks, and I am going to share about it. But before I do, those of you that are watching on the video, I know on the podcast, you might not be able to see this. Maybe we can put this into the show notes, actually. Can you see? Can you see my shirt? It says, my oxygen mask goes on first. I love this. We just got a whole bunch of customized, designed carryisms on t-shirts. And I, we're super, super excited because for years, our members have been writing down a lot of the things that I say, and they've been calling them carryisms. We have stickers that our members get that you know, are kind of reminders of different things. And we're finally putting some of the stuff on t-shirts. We have a million ideas, but we're just now putting together our swag shop. So the reason I chose this shirt of my oxygen mask goes on first is because it's going to be a little bit about what I'm going to talk about today, uh, but it's also one of my favorite. So go check it out. What a great little holiday gift for yourself. We have all sorts of of different swag that just hopefully will speak to your heart and help you remember that you are here for a purpose. You're not here to weigh a certain amount on a scale. You are not here to find the right diet. You are here to be the healthiest version of yourself because you need to stay alive for as long as you can so you can impact the world with your greatness. Every single one of us was put on this earth for a reason. I totally believe that. And if we are limiting our potential because of our health, well, then we aren't going to do all the things that we need to do. Like my, my biggest fear is that one day when I die, I'll go up to heaven and God will be like, you did good, but you could have done so much more. I had all these things planned for you. And so when we're not at our optimal health, we can't do those things. And when we get to our optimal health, we'll get to our optimal weight. It's a math equation, and that's what we're all about here. And so this shirt, I'm going to explain to you a little bit more. It says, for those of you listening, my oxygen mask goes on first, and it's a great shirt for working out in. And I think it can, what I really wanted our our gear to do is to spark a conversation with other people, that if you're at the gym wearing this shirt, they're like, oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, let me tell you about it. And so the reason why I chose this shirt today is because of the conversation that I had recently on a news episode, on a news program. Um, I'm often called to uh, do different media segments and media events, often about either food or holidays and nutrition and things like that. But a few weeks ago, I was called to do a segment on News Nation, which is a national cable news outlet. If you haven't heard of it, go check it out. Um, it's on streaming live and also on all the different channels on all the things. <laughs> I don't even know. My husband was like, oh, we get that channel. Uh, so they brought me on to talk about the cult of thinness and an article that had come out in Vice magazine about the disturbing uh, kind of belief that this cult of thinness is coming back. If you guys remember 
back, I guess, I mean, it's never really gone away, but there was this whole thigh, the thigh gap and being as skinny as you can, especially in the nineties. But it was, let's be honest, it was all the way through. I mean, it's been all the way through, but the idea that it's coming back and that disturbing trend of skinny being beautiful was coming back. And it's so interesting because I know that I have a lot to do with it, with raising my own girls. Um, but I, I do see a lot of their friends um, having a, uh, a more positive body image than I had when I was younger. That body positivity um, kind of marketing effort in some ways I do think is paying off. Uh, but at the end of the day, we know the statistics right now. of third graders are afraid of getting fat. More than 50% of people are on diets. And I can tell you, and my entire team can tell you, with the thousands of women that we speak to on the phone, because, well, first of all, I always say, if you want something different, you've got to get something different, but we are also different. We want to talk to women on the phone. We will never get to that place where we... We never want to get to that place where we can't have a conversation with people. Um, So that is open to you to be able to have a plan for yourself, whether you work with us formally or not, we want to talk to you. And uh, everybody that we have these conversations with, they're still dieting or they have tried all the diets and they are so confused. I had one woman say to me, I dieted my way to 280 pounds. Uh, And she said, in addition, I am now diabetic. And she has literally never not been on a diet. So I was excited about doing this News Nation interview uh, with Leland Vittert, Vittert, who is, who was on Fox News. He was, you know, he's been all over the place. And he was a nice guy. My daughter was my assistant, Grace, my 17-year-old. And I was so excited about being able to talk about how so many people believe that their value is in the scale. And I was excited about the conversation to talk about what really matters, to talk about how at Disruptive Nutrition, we want women, especially because they're the cog in the wheel of their families, to be able to have a better relationship with their bodies and with food and 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 to talk about our experience at Disruptive Nutrition and how our goal is to get healthy and strong so we can go do the things and it's amazing how the weight just follows suit. So I was ready. I have my coaches and I was, you know, got my makeup done and I was like all ready for it. Well, so when I got there, everybody was very nice and it was just, it was a lovely atmosphere. I wasn't even that nervous. I felt really confident about what we were going to talk about. And I had gotten some talking points and, you know, just sort of was ready. And then when I got there, I realized there was a little bit of a different agenda or there was definitely going to be a a side that would be debated and argued that I wasn't totally prepared for. Now, I am pretty good at talking on the spot. I am pretty good at like making my point known. But, you know, when you've got <laughs> a ton of light shining on you and it's you and another person and you haven't really gotten your brain around the concept of I'm about to debate. Well, when he said, and and here's what I want to do. He, he definitely had an agenda going into our discussion, but at the same time, he was really nice. He was a, a nice guy. He was lovely to grace. 
took pictures of pictures with us afterwards. Um, and I will say I loved the conversation. I just didn't answer all the things in the way that I would have loved to, because I had a lot to say about what he was talking about. And I think for some people who maybe weight hasn't been an issue for, who do show up, go to the gym, maybe they have good genes and they, you know, don't necessarily have either health issues or weight issues or anything like that. It's hard to see the other side of it. And uh, I love to have those discussions. If you know the Enneagram at all, I'm an eight on the Enneagram. So I can be direct, I can be assertive and I love it. So when we had the conversation, he started talking about the difference between a Calvin Klein ad back in the 90s and then today. And the Calvin Klein ad in the 90s were two very fit, muscular people. And the one from today were two people that were larger and were not as like lean as the people were, you know, 20 years, 30 years before. I'm actually shocked that I'm saying the 90s were 30 years ago. Anyway, you know, there was a lot of, a lot more of assumptions that were made that people that are heavier are not, um, that they want to be accommodated for, and yet they aren't taking care of themselves. The assumption was, was, was brought up that people that are overweight are sitting around just eating Twinkies all day, and that should be fine, and we should make our airplane seats bigger for them. And that was sort of the take that I was being, you know, presented with. And had I been a little bit more on my game, I had a whole lot of things I wanted to say and not to shame him at all, but to educate and to help him see another perspective that actually makes more sense. Because what, what, what we've done and what we did in the 90s when I was growing up and all of this, and, and I mean, if you're a kid of the 80s, you know, it was like all low fat. Right. And it was like, I I remember my mom telling me beauty hurts and and that's the way it is. Um, Always thinking that what I looked like was what I was, who I was and where my value was. And at the end of the day, what we know is that that isn't true. It can't be true. But yet so many women today are living their lives obsessing and completely taking all of their cognitive load all of their capacity around food. And, and the reason I know this is because we hear from you every single day on our phone calls. This is why I love doing calls because I know that what we're doing is right and I know the need is so huge. So when we talk to these women who are on a math equation to early death, I mean, there's really no other way to put it, that are gaining weight, which matters because weight gain is a symptom of health and hormones. We have to do something about it. Nine out of 10 people are dying due to a metabolic disease. A metabolic disease is high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, diabetes, obesity, um, stroke, even cancer. All of those can be attributed to a dysregulated blood sugar. But notice that I said obesity was one of the symptoms of metabolic health issues. It's not that being obese is the problem. It's that we aren't healthy and that's the problem. Obesity is a symptom of that. But yet, if we have 
More than 72% of our population at risk for chronic disease and 50% of people are on a diet. We aren't talking about people who don't care. We are talking about people who are not educated. This isn't about fat versus thin. This isn't about whether or not we make our airplane seats bigger for the lazy people that are eating Twinkies all day. Like when, when he said that, I was like, we're missing the actual point of the conversation. So what I want to talk about today is what I should have said, what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it. And, and I don't, I'm not scripted. I don't have it down. I'm going to speak from my heart and I will miss things. And when I do media, I always miss things. When I do my coaching calls with our members, there's a million things more I wanted to say or could have said differently. I, I have no problem with that. But I do want to make sure that the majority of my heart and my message comes across. And that's what I wanted to do in that media. So um, I heard from so many people that told me not to apologize. I did a great job and I appreciate it so, so much. We'll link in our show notes here um, the, the, the media segment that I did. It wasn't so much that I felt like I flopped. I just feel like I didn't do as much as I could have done. And that's really what it was all about for me. And so let's go over some of the things that we're talking about, because this really was about the idea that should we be celebrating the larger size people as much as we should? Because when, I mean, to his point, people are dying, right? But what he wasn't doing and what he wasn't realizing is he was just taking a look at a person and making assumptions about who they were, what was important to them and what they did. And that's where my innate issue comes from. Making assumptions about another person's lifestyle, another person's heart. And that in turn, especially because he has a voice out there in the public, reiterates the idea that what we look like on the outside matters and when we feel judged, he confirmed and uh, that we are, that we are judged for what we look like and that we're not allowed to really have a presence or a voice unless we look a certain way. I have no issue, nor should anybody with any person being on the cover or in a magazine because it's representative of who they are right then and there. And, and that's one of the things that we have to recognize. We have to separate this a little bit. Every single person has value regardless of what their weight is on the scale. And the statistics about our health today is what scares me because we all have value. So let me say that again. These statistics about our health that bothers me so much because we all have value. We don't have value when we then get to a certain weight on the scale. We have value now. We matter now. We need to love ourselves now because we have value. And the the issue with what he was talking about, about weight gain, is not because we are not valuable now. What I wanted to say is, I am passionate and I want to fight for these people to know more so they can do more because what I want to make sure is that they love themselves, that all of us love ourselves today so that we can die younger later. I want to die young later. And my 
passion and urgency for anybody that is not keeping their blood sugar stabilized on a regular basis, that is not understanding that their thoughts and their beliefs dictate their, dictate their actions, who is not realizing that their value does not come in the scale. My urgency is for people who are not at their optimal health to get there. Otherwise, they will die younger sooner. And if we all have value, we can't afford to miss the opportunity to have you in this world for as long as possible. So the, the discussion is not about whether this person should be on a magazine or that person. I don't, none of us have a right to say that. We have to stop identifying this type of size person is okay and worthy of being in a magazine and this size is not. Whether you're really thin or not, there are some people who are really thin. They're not that healthy or some of them are not that healthy. Just because they look a certain way does not mean they're going to die young later. I mean, when you think about Mark McDonald, who's one of our partners and who we love to death, who is the father of PFC3, the approach that we teach, New York Times bestselling author, celebrity nutritionist, my one of my very, very best friends in the world, he was a male fitness model. And when you look at pictures of him back in the day, looking all buff and lean and muscular, he will tell you it was one of the most unhealthiest he ever was in his life. He felt like garbage. And he was doing keto and trying to get super, super lean, and he was completely unhealthy. And then when he had gained more than 60 pounds and was, you know, much larger, he was extremely unhealthy. So what I would have wanted to say to him is, Leland, listen, we're actually looking at the wrong thing. This isn't about whether that person should be on a magazine or this person should be on a magazine. The bottom line is every single person matters in this world. And what we keep doing is fighting against ourselves and against our bodies. Because here's the thing. You're making assumptions that people are just going and eating Twinkies and they can go and do whatever they want. And we should just embrace everybody and include them. That's not fair. Everybody gets the right to make their own choices and do what's right for them. The problem is we are not educated enough in this country. And here's the thing. If 50% of people are on a diet, 80% of third graders are afraid of getting fat, but yet nine out of 10 deaths are due to a metabolic disease, there is a disconnect here. People care. People want to get healthy. They have no idea how. When we have clients that tell us, I have done every single diet in the world, and yet their A1C is out of control, they have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and yet they've done all the diets, this is not because people don't care, it's because people don't know what to do. And when I told him that all we do is tell people to deprive themselves, eat less so they can be skinny, regardless of being healthy, when we tell people that carbs are bad and I eat carbs all day long, he told me, well, you must have good genes. And what I should have said to him is, see, that's part of the problem. Even you think we shouldn't have carbs, but carbs gives us energy. And if you who are have a national platform don't know what to do, then surely most people don't know what to do. And the bottom line is, it's not that I have good genes. It's actually that we should all be eating carbs. And once I learned that, once I realized how to fuel my body and that depriving myself wasn't the answer when I was 40 pounds overweight and then I lost that weight, I realized we've been taught all wrong. So let's shift the conversation away from thin versus fat. Let's 
throw away the narrative that you have to look a certain way to be able to be considered as a person of value and say, we all have value. And that is so true that we want every single person to get to their optimal health. And how do we get to our optimal health? Well, you guys, we have to fuel our bodies. We have to understand that food does not make us feel guilty. Food is not good or bad. You are not bad if you have a meal that makes your soul feel happy but that if we are more educated on what we're supposed to be doing for our bodies, we will get to our optimal health. Now, what that looks like, I don't know. And everybody's going to be different on that journey. We want to meet everybody where they are and celebrate where they are. Your journey for you is going to look different than a journey for somebody else. And what we've done in the past dictates how our body reacts to what we do now. And I want to celebrate every single person who is on the path. And that means every single one of us, whether you're still going around the mountain and you're not ready to commit to something or you're ready to make one small change, it doesn't matter. As long as you are on this earth, you are on the path. And what our job is, instead of spending all of our time talking about whether this person should be on the magazine or if this skinny person is more valuable than this larger person, what we need to be doing is saying, our country is so incredibly unhealthy. A lot of it has to do with the food industry. A lot of it has to do with the way that we educate people. And if we could spend half as much time talking about what it actually means to get healthy and what the result would mean for our entire country, then talking about whether or not this person should be on a magazine cover, we would make so many gains in this country. I say we were not put on this earth to find the right diet. We were not put on this earth to weigh a certain amount, but we keep functioning and acting like we were. Instead, because every single per person has a purpose, we should be impassioned, not to prove them wrong and say that you look bad, but to say we love you. And because we love you, we need to educate you. So many people are given wrong information. That is what we are all about at Disruptive Nutrition. That is what our clients know, believe, and see. And that is where the conversation needs to fall. It cannot be around the outside image because you are taking that image and making assumptions about that person that you've never met before. How about instead we say, we love people where they are and work together to say, hey, we aren't doing this right for anybody whether you are a size two or a size 20, I will argue that the majority of people have no idea how to fuel their bodies correctly. They don't know how to do it in a simple, sustainable way that they can do anywhere at any time in any situation. They still believe that fasting or keto or counting calories is what we need to be doing, and it isn't. In fact, we're supposed to be living. We have something to do in this life. And once we understand our bodies and we can start speaking its love language, then we can go do the actual things that matter. We keep living like the goal is to get to a certain weight. And as somebody that got to her goal, quote unquote, weight, I was miserable. I became more obsessed than I did before because I was so afraid to lose it. There wasn't any happiness. There wasn't me focusing on my purpose. It was me becoming more obsessed. When I started understanding that my thoughts and beliefs dictated my actions, when I started to realize that my purpose on earth was so much bigger than my weight on the scale, that's when I could let go of those demons and start to focus on the fact that I can relax now. I don't have to have this stress. I have food freedom to go live. And I just wish that in that conversation, I could have really shifted thinking 
to go away from the scale and the body as if obesity kills. That's what he kept saying. Obesity kills. And I kept saying in my head, but not out loud, it's metabolic disease that kills. Obesity is a symptom. Obesity is actually our amazing bodies protecting us for as long as they can until they can't anymore. So when we see that we are gaining weight or we have cravings or we're not sleeping well or our blood work is off, that is not a sign to go on a diet. That is a sign to get healthy. How we lose weight has to be how we maintain it. And we have to do it for the right reasons. It can't be so that we can please some national news correspondent on TV. It has to be so that we can go do the things that we want to do. Because let's face it, if we just go for a weight on the scale, if we go because our ego is telling us we have to look a certain way, one night when you're stressed out or when you're emotional or when you're just craving chocolate cake, you're going to look at that chocolate cake and be like, screw it. I'm not going to lose 40 pounds by tomorrow, so I'm just going to eat the cake. But when your why is bigger, you are going to stick with choices that serve you and still be able to understand how to serve your soul at the same time. And what I wanted for him to know was that you don't understand, especially with women, is that we do care and we do think about this and we understand that we aren't at our optimal health. But you know what we keep doing? We keep showing up for everybody else. We keep you know, packing our kids' lunches and driving them places and we're exhausted and we're stressed out and we don't have time not only to show up for ourselves, to, but to even learn. And so we just start feeling worse and worse and worse about ourselves. We keep getting our blood sugars all just on this huge roller coaster and the stress actually causes more of an issue that will not allow our body to release weight. As we get older and we go through menopause, because we don't know how to eat correctly, we continue to gain weight and we don't know what to do. But we are so busy taking care of everybody else that we don't actually have the time or make the time to be able to show up for ourselves. That's what I wanted him to see. It's not because we don't care. It's because we care so much that we always put ourselves last. And so by putting your own oxygen mask on first, which is what I wanted to tell him, by teaching us that it's okay, that our value is so important to so many people around us that if we don't show up for ourselves first, we're going to die young sooner. That is the solution. Telling women it's okay to show up for yourself before you pack your kids' lunches. And I know it means we have to get up a little bit earlier or we may have to say no to certain things for the kids, but it means we are going to be around younger for longer. So that's the point of the shirt. It's just like on an airplane, no matter where you are around the world, in any language, on any airplane, they will say, put your own oxygen mask on first before putting on someone else's. Because if you don't, you will die before you can help someone else. And so what I needed to say to him was, you don't understand. It's because we care about everybody else that we keep putting ourselves last. And, and the truth is, if we don't start putting on our own oxygen mask on, we aren't going to be able to do the things that we want to do for all those other people in our lives. It has nothing to do with what we look like. Put anybody you want on the cover of a darn magazine. Let's actually talk about what matters. 
Let's talk to these women and these men about why they matter so much that they need to get healthy, that they need to stop dieting and do what actually works. When I say works, I mean a sustainable solution you can do anywhere that you would teach your kids and that you want to do forever. Something that works is not something that you just lose weight quickly only to gain it all back because your body's actually getting unhealthier. Everything that he said reiterated the idea that we should just work to get smaller. When in all reality, we need to work to get healthier so that our body will adjust to where it's supposed to be. Okay. I'm not even sure I said all the things I wanted to say. But at least I got to say a little bit more. I want to have another shot at it. That's what I want. And, you know, the people on our team, as well as kind of our marketing um, group and my coaches all know what we are all about. And we will continue to share this message with as many people as who will listen. And one of the reasons why our swag shop is so important to me is because we can carry this message on. So if you wear this shirt, if you go into the store and you get this shirt and people ask you about it, now you can say, you can tell them, I'm putting my own oxygen mask on first, not because it's selfish, but because it's actually the most unselfish thing I can do. It's actually the thing that matters more than anything else because I want to serve others. I was put on this earth to, to serve others, but I have to put on my own oxygen mask on first. So I'm showing up to the gym today and I'm showing up for myself consistently so that I can die younger later and serve as many people on this earth as possible. Not so I can reach some certain number on the scale. I would love to know how you feel about this. I would love to know your comments. I would love to know your thoughts. Put them in, put them down. Let me know. I'm looking here to see what I got going on here. We are always here to serve you. If you have not taken advantage, I have a free training that kind of outlines what we are all about and what we teach and why it's different. And then if you watch that, you get to book a call with one of our coaches. Totally free. It's not about selling you something. <laughs> it's about listening to you. A lot of people don't believe that, but I always say, if you want something different, you got to do something different. And that's what we're all about here. So we'll put some links here in our show notes and in the post and get yourself on a call with one of our coaches. You can go on our website. You can go see my new, my news mentioned that I, that I'm the segment that I'm talking about. And you can also go and see who all of our coaches are. All of our coaches were where you are right now. And they have transformed their thinking, their life. They have food freedom and they wanted to be able to support others. So when they hear your story and they help you think about a plan for moving forward, it is coming from a place of love and heart because they realize they have value, that they now know something that other people need to know and they want to serve their purpose. So you know what? Get on a call so you can help them serve their purpose. All right, you guys. And every once in a while, I take a call myself. So you never know. You might be one of them. Talk to you later. Put your oxygen mask on first. Go get the shirt. Bye.